Father God, we thank you. And we've come to you, Lord, this morning, and you are already in our presence. And we pray right now that you'll just continue to speak to us. Continue to soften our hearts and to open our eyes to what you have to share with us in your word. Thank you for this opportunity, Lord, for being here with us this morning. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Good morning, church. How are you all doing? All right. Glad to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Absolutely. There's energy in the house. There's energy. Yes, yes. If you were here last week, I want you to look at this picture. If you were here last week, and it would look like that, that would have been what it looked like right here. You see, we set up, we decorated the stage that looked like that, and it pictured, it showed a cluttered, messy area, crowded. Because you see, it was a start of, off of our new sermon series that is entitled Make Room, Creating Space for God to Work. And that's what we're going to be on. And Major Phil started last week by, by sharing with us and letting us know about how we need to create margins. Margins in our cluttered life so that God can work in us. So today, I am so excited. I am excited to continue with that and how we can make room in creating space in our life for God to work. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's get going. You see, we have too much things in our life. Do you agree? Not just physically, but I believe emotionally and perhaps even spiritually. And we have too many things in our life that that are so often not organized in a way that, that, that helps our lives function well. We're trying to pile one thing on top of another without thought that we actually need for the season of our lives. We seem to, to have a hard time letting go. So we buy more stuff. We buy more storage containers or find somewhere to put it. We pack our schedules tighter with less and less room to relax. Yes, the word yes seems to flow from our lips so much easier than the word no. We hold onto emotions that drain us and hinder our growth. No wonder, church, so many of us feel overwhelmed frustrated, stressed, disorganized, and weighed down, not just physically, but spiritually as well. And so I am really excited about what we're going on in this journey for the next couple coming Sundays because I really believe, church, that we, each of us, as a church as well, have the potential to make room in all of the clutter in our lives to create space for God to work and see his power in us. Can I hear an amen? Amen. I pray that during this sermon series, whether you're here or you're listening in our podcast, that you will tune in personally and listen to what God is asking you to do. Because every time you listen, and no matter what, you're in his word, you're in tune with him, he's going to ask you to do something. Because he does. And it's up to us to make room in our lives so that we can grow deeper in our walk with God. And he can also bless us. As we grow deeper in our walk, he wants to bless us and be a blessing to others as well. Are there any Starbucks drinkers in the house? 
Yeah, come on, be proud of it if you're a Starbucks drinker. There you go. So when you get your Starbucks coffee or whatever drink you, it may be, you probably order, let's look at the screen. Which one do you say to someone what you order? Say it out. Which one is it? I guess some of you sing venti or tall or grande. So tell me, what is the difference between these three sizes? I can't figure it out. What is it? Oh, this is a participation now. I'm just, what is it? Some, what, what did you say? Oh, uh, four rounds. Oh, four ounces. The difference. Oh, good one. Someone said money. Really, when you look at each of them and all of their, their, it really is about capacity. Look at that. Because I'm not talking about money or, or some good, good, good um, idea of what it's all about, the four differences with all of them. But really, I want to talk, church, about capacity. The capacity that we have, the volume of how much each of these cups and each of us hold or can handle. Do you know how much you can handle? Can you handle life? Life is tough. It's rough. But I've been thinking about this word, capacity. Say the word capacity. And as you say and as you think, I thought about it, about making room for God. Not necessarily in the physical terms. I was thinking about it in the spiritual and emotional terms. And I believe, church, that we all have a spiritual and emotional capacity. This includes the amount of stress, the kinds of challenges we face, and just plain how much we can handle. And the definition of capacity is this. I've got three up there on the screen. One is this. Number one, the ability to receive or contain. And if you look around, anybody want to take a guess how many can we contain in this room? How many can we sit in this room? Would anyone like to guess? 500, It's about 500. This room the capacity of this room is about 500. That's definition number one. Number two, the maximum amount or number that can be received or contained. I'm looking about volume, like the Starbucks coffee. How many of you know what your gasoline tank is the capacity of it? Do you know your tank? You fill up gas on it once, once a week or twice a week or whenever. What's your capacity of your gas tank? Ten gallons. Anyone higher than ten? Seventeen. But for some, it could be 20 or more. you got a bigger vehicle, I guess. But volume, the capacity. And number three is this, the actual or potential ability to power or power to do, experience, or understanding, understand something. Do you know someone who has the capacity to do hard work? They work really hard, and that's their capacity. How about, do you know of someone who has the capacity to go two days without sleep? I don't know, but we just had our lock-in this weekend with the teenagers, and that wasn't even 24 hours. Someone was asleep by 10 o'clock and snoring away. I tell you, I mean, there were. And the rest had the capacity to stay up till 6 and get up at 6. I tell you, I don't know how they do that, but capacity. Church, if I have five gallons with me right now on the stage, and with you, you came in this morning with one gallon, do we have a problem? I want to give you five gallons, but what is the problem? We only have one. you got to get rid of that one gallon, don't you? In order for you to receive what I am giving you this morning of five gallon, It's the same way. It's not the problem of the supply. It's the problem of what we, we provide so that we can receive. God gives us that to us. God wants to give us more than five gallons. Sometimes we only with us have one gallon of a container, but God says he, see, he wants us to enlarge what we have. 
He wants us to enlarge our capacity. And that's what we're going to be talking about. And I want to talk to you about the Israelites. Do you know who the Israelites are? The Israelites were challenged by God, challenged to increase their capacity in following God. They needed to make room for God so that they could grow in the Lord and be blessed. And Isaiah 54 verses 2 to 3 tells us a command that he tells the Israelites. So if you have your Bibles with you, please turn to Isaiah 54. Because it tells us God commands them and he commands us to enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your, your, your length curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. For you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispose of nations and settle in their desolate cities. Church, the Old Testament tells us that God delivered the Israelites from the hand of Pharaoh, miraculously divided the Red Sea and brought them through the wilderness to the promised land. But the Israelite church were not faithful to God. You see, they wanted, they asked for a king and certainly there were kings. God provided them, but they led them to idolatry. They lived compromised lives. The Israelites sinned against God. The Israelites were suffering in exile under Control of the Babylonians. And Isaiah 54, you look through that chapter. Verse 1 tells us their condition. They were barrenness. Verse 4, there, were, there was fear, shame, disgrace, humility, reproach. Verse, verse, uh, verse 6, it tells that they were deserted, distressed, rejected. Verse 7 says they were abandoned. Church sin took Israel into the pit of ruin. And they were fruitless. There was no growth regardless of how much effort was put in. Israel was one of hopelessness, fruitlessness, and barrenness. Quite overwhelming, isn't it? I'm running out of air just saying what all the things that they've gone through. But doesn't it feel like that when our life is full of stuff that can be very overwhelming and the capacity is to the limit, no more room? But the amazing thing is this, that the God who delivered the Israelites is ready to do greater things in their lives. And it is the same way with us, church. He wants to expand and grow your capacity for his purpose. He wants to do greater things in your life this morning. And how awesome is that, that the God uses the analogy of the tent the tent showing the Israelites how he is going to expand their capacity and for us today. And the reason he uses this, this, this visual, this analogy of the tent is because the Israelites knew it too well. As they wandered and traveled to the wilderness, they brought with them their own tent. And for us today, we know what tenting is like. How many of you have not camped out? Then you need to sign up for family camp, Mohana camp. But anyway, it is, we know what that's like. And Isaiah 54, 2-3 reveals specific instructions for us in order to make room for God to increase our capacity. To grow so that we can bless, he can bless you and me. He says to enlarge, stretch, lengthen, and strengthen. All of these, God is simply saying, church, to you and me, I want you to make room in your life so that I can increase your capacity because I'm about to pour out my blessings. He's about to pour out his blessings. And church, your capacity determines what you are capable of receiving. 
You, God will not release to you blessing that you cannot handle. And that's the kind of God we have. First of all, how do we increase our capacity? He tells us, enlarge your tent. A divine in expansion. Now I want you to turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, enlarge your tent. Thank you for participating. Enlarge the place of your tent. First Chronicles 4.10 says, and I love this prayer. If you are familiar with this, it is what it says. First Chronicles 4.10, and it says, Jabez cried out to the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. Remember, it is us who limits the work of God in our lives. The Hebrew word for, for, for enlarge means to bring in abundance, to multiply, to make greater, to bring up. That's what enlarge in Hebrew. And, in, and in the word territory in Hebrew means space, coast, borders. And here we have Jabez praying to God for blessing. He wants to be blessed by him by increasing his space, the capacity in serving God. God will require us, church, to make room so that he can bless us. He can bless us. And making room, creating space for God to work. And the question is this, church, what are you going to do if there is room in your life? You've been making space and there is room. What do you often do? You know what? You fill things in. I see a space, I go find something and put something in it. I, I, I find another space, ooh, that's good in there. How, do we, how often do we do that with our lives? When I have a free time, what do I do? Should I be praying? No, sometimes I do play games in, in my iPhone. But no, it should be spending time with God, quality time, making space. And so what do you do with those? It, at work. When there is space provided for you, when God blesses you at work, it is for you to make more time to influence for, for Christ in your office. When he gives you an opportunity to minister to your friends and your family, take that opportunity and tell people about God's grace and his love. So what have you done lately with the space and time has give, God has given you? Think about that. Well, church, the issue is this. Most Christians is that they are too narrow-minded have too small of a vision, very little faith, and they think way too small. And many of us are in this um, me-focused thing, me, myself, and I, unwilling to take on, uh, to think and act outside the box. People are more comfortable with things staying as they are, even when things are not doing well. And I, I think a lot of times they don't, people don't like to, their comfort zone to be meddled with. We don't like that when people meddle with our comfort zone and take offense when they are challenged to do more. See, God wants to bless you this morning and wants to also bless the Israelites. Have you ever had spring cleaning done in your house? Or have a garage, a huge garage sale, a yard sale? What do you do? It takes time and effort, doesn't it? it, it once it's all cleared out and cleaned up, what happens though? It's good feeling, isn't it? It's cleaned out and you find more room and certainly the house hasn't got any bigger. The square footage hasn't got any bigger as well. The only thing is that there's more room. But a lot of times we fill it up with clutter. We start to clutter it up again. But our lives, there are things that we put in. 
that takes a lot of space, things that clutter up, ability to, in order for us to receive God. We live in our lives with fear, doubt, unbelief, sinful, bad habits, contentment, disobedience, selfishness. How about laziness? And the list goes on. And church, these things we do in our lives. And they take up the priority in our lives as well to make room. Because you see, when this is going on, there are those things that we certainly have to get rid of. Anger, addictions, greed, negative attitudes, and all those things need to be taken out in order for us to increase our capacity for God to bless us. Enlarge your place, your vision, your faith. Enlarge. And not only God is telling us to enlarge our tent, he also tells us, secondly, we need to stretch the tent curtains. Tell your neighbor, give me some room. I'm about to stretch. Come on, be ready. You want to be stretched, don't you? Tell your neighbor, get me some room. I'm about to stretch. Stretch your tent curtains. The part of that verse, and when we are challenged to enlarge and grow to the next level of capacity, church, it involves stretching. How many of you exercises? Okay. You know what I'm about to go about, right? About stretching. Stretching causes temporary pain. And when you are working out, it has to deal with certain muscles in your body. And when your body, it needs, in order for the muscles to be stretched, they have to tear some muscle cells in order for you to feel that pain. And many of you, we, uh, I belong to a group personal training that has been going on and it's still in the work in progress with Major Phil, Bram, and other staff. And Michelle, our personal trainer, we meet with her weekly. And on that weekly basis, she makes us suffer. It is very painful, I'm telling you. And it, is, and it is only not stretching our muscles that she does with us, but she also stretches us more than our capacity. And I tell you, I think my capacity is carrying 15 pounds, and that's it. Maybe standing. That's all I can do. But she, she encourages us and stretches us that I need to carry more than 15, maybe 20 pounds. 20 pounds of weight that I, when I do, not just standing, but it's doing squats. Doing, what, doing squats, lunges, whatever you can think of, whatever she can think of. She stretches our capacity. But church, in order for us to, 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 to have God reach our capacity, we need to stretch ourselves to what God wants us to become. It's requiring some pain in our part. God makes us, shakes us, breaks us, and molds us into the image of Christ. So how do you respond to that, church? You see, God has a purpose for everything that he does. And he, he take that confidence knowing that he's stretching you so that you can hold more of his power, gain more of his wisdom, more of his character, and more of him. He wants to increase your influence and enlarge your territory. And are you willing to stretch to receive God's best? And with hesitant, some of you are saying, not really, but trust him because he will give it to you in your finances, in your family life, career, your businesses. You will be stretched in all those areas and many more. And the only thing God wants us to do when we stretch in our commitment is to not hold back. We need to seek God and seek him, seek his kingdom. For it says, but seek his, first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. Church, there's always 
priority required, and that is God himself. Expand your tent. Stretch the curtain. Stretch yourself to increase the capacity. And lastly, this morning, it goes together. Lengthen the cords and strengthen your stakes. Lengthen the cords and strengthen your stakes. Just say the words lengthen and strengthen. When God tells you to lengthen your cords, it means that you need to reach. Lengthen the reach of your cords in your tent. You see, the wider the tent requires what? Longer cords, doesn't it? It requires for it to be held in place. And once you lengthen your cords, you must also strengthen the stakes. That's why they go together. You can't do one without the other. And as we lengthen our cords, our foundation will grow deeper. Ways that we can lengthen our cords, church, is that our spiritual cords is that we need to spend time, personal time, devotional time with the Lord. We need to spend time praying, have a prayer life, spend time reading his word, attending a Bible study or a Ohana group, or maybe reaching out to someone and say, I need help in my spiritual walk. I need you to help me walk alongside me. Lengthen your cords, church. Lengthen it. And maybe some of you are saying, I don't have time. What do I say? Make time. And maybe you're saying, you maybe some of you here are meddling with you right now. Unplug some of your social media or Facebook that's maybe taking your time away to lengthen your cords. Because you see, church, we are told that when we lengthen our cords and strengthen our stakes, and when the storms come, when the rain and the floods and the wind comes, we're going to need to make sure our stake is strengthened on the ground, on a solid foundation. And I am reminded of the story of the, the foolish and the wise builder. Remember that? In Matthew seven twenty-five, the rain came and the streams rose and the winds blew and beat against the house, yet it did not fall. Because it had its foundation on the rock. On the rock. And God calls us, church, to strengthen our stakes, to deepen our relationship with God. Spirit was saying we need to have a strong foundation. We do, we do. And if the tent, it will stand if we do have it. And whenever that storm comes our way, we can stand the ground. We can stand firm, knowing that God is there and he will give us what we can handle. And through the pressing of all the things around us, God is there and he is our strength. He is the source of our strength. And Timothy tells us in 2 Timothy, this is what it says, but the Lord stood with me and gave me strength so that he could preach the good news. And the Lord will give you strength to whatever that he wants you to do this morning, church. The Lord gives you strength. He is your source of strength and the only strength that strengthens us. So my question is, increasing our capacity for growth and for God to bless us, church, is it a one-time thing? Not at all. It is a lifelong process. It will require enlarging our territory, stretching ourselves, lengthening and strengthening our lives so that we can make room for God in our lives. So this morning, as we draw to, to our time this morning, I am challenging you to put your life in a position where God can do more and better things in your life.
I'm challenging you to live a larger life and ask God for bigger things. And be ready if you ask for bigger things because God will give it to you. Amen? Amen. Amen. And I want to challenge you to begin thinking outside the box and strengthening your, stretching your faith and allow God to expand and increase your capacity. God has many blessings, church, and he has plans for your future like you've never imagined. He wants to take you places that you've never dreamed of. But in order for us to do that, we have to increase our capacity and make room. I'm going to ask Major Phil to come and help me illustrate this for you. A lot of us are probably have done some cleaning and making room in our lives for God. Just like this um, container here that has a lot of things. It's pretty much everything that we need in life is all in there. And it's only us. And we look at that and say, we know what? It's already full to its limit. It's done. God's done with me already. No, he's not done with you. Because church, are, is there space in there? Because there is. Because see, God wants to fill your lives up and we just have to make sure whatever is in there, he's going to use it and fill you up. And spaces, every space is taken care of by the sand and he will bless you and give you more than you can think. There you go. Is that going? Are you feeling it, seeing it? Are we done yet? Are we done yet? If you are done, don't give up because, and don't hold back because God is still not done with you yet. Because see what he's saying, there's still space in there that I want to fill your life up. I still have plans for you. I still have a ministry that I want you to do. Maybe someone at work, see, that you're really having a hard time with. And God is saying, I'm filling you up with strength so that you can face that person at work or at school. School is about to happen for the students in their house. But just know that God is going to fill you every crevices of your life and say, I am going to strengthen you if you allow me to. Is it done? Still going. Because there's still so much room. The limit is not yet there. It's still, there's still a lot of room. But you just have to allow God to use it. Church, I don't know about you, but can I just tell you, as as we close this morning before a mat comes up, I want to share with you a personal story. A personal journey that I have been. And I tell you, it reminds me of how God expanded my tent. How God increased my capacity. It was about 16 years ago. We were stationed. We were appointed to the Santa Rosa Corps in California. And we were there. And as Corps officers, we had a congregation. And while being there, God was working in my life. Um, young officer, and God was speaking to me, and the prayer of Jabez came into my life. And I didn't want to pray that prayer, but I did, because God was really pressing on me, and I did say that prayer, but guess what? Within four, after four years, the Salvation Army moved us, got orders, and transferred us to Oregon, Portland, Oregon, and not to oversee a congregation, but to, to be at headquarters. And I wondered why I cried, I, I prayed to God, I asked why, and God was really saying to me, I'm increasing your capacity. Capacity to where you are, I need you more there. And I questioned it, but I obeyed and followed God and moved us on again to Denver. Not at a congregation, but as, as at headquarters. There, loved the job, still challenged, but through that, more increasing my capacity took us here to the Croc Center built a croc center but talk about expanding your territory but also talk about stretching that all went on with with much stretches 
God stretched me to the limit of being disappointed, discouraged, insecurities, illness in our family that really devastated not just me, even though I wasn't dealing with the illness. But God, through it all, says, I'm stretching you for a reason. And through that stretching, I need to lengthen my life through his word, through his prayer, opportunities to meet God in a very intimate way. And church, I tell you through my lesson in that, God says, trust me. When I increase your capacity, trust me because I know what I'm doing. I'm in control. And I just needed to do that. And I can tell you what an amazing journey. And it's still, God's still not done. He's still increasing my capacity to where I don't know where he's going to take me, where he's, what his plan day by day. But we just need to trust him and make room for God to increase your capacity. I don't know what your tent is. Maybe for the students in the house, school is coming back on again. You may be stretched. You're going to have to lengthen. It's going to be hard. For those of you who's got a position, new job, I don't know what your work life is like, that's your tent. God wants to bless you. But maybe some of you in the house, the tent is probably not, not, you probably have to take things out before he blesses you. Maybe that's an addiction, anger, maybe an unforgiving spirit that you just have to deal with. I don't know what it is, but God is speaking to you this morning. And as the worship team sings a song, may you respond to what God wants you to respond. The prayer, a place of prayer is open. And just allow God to speak to you this morning. You may be young, you may be much older than you are now, and you're saying, I don't need to be stretched or expand my tent. But God is saying to us, and I'm going to ask you this morning, church, with your eyes closed and your head bowed without looking around, look at your life. God is not done with you yet. And he's still going to do a lot of things, what you're going through, all the things that you're going in your life right now. He's saying, I'm using this because I want to bless you. So don't hold back. Let me be in your life. And so what I'm going to ask is that if you, I want to pray for you. I know there are those that are praying up here on, on the altar, and, and, and your place is an altar itself. I'm going to ask you to stand. And whatever it is that you have in your heart this morning, again, no one's looking around. Just stand where you're at. And lift the concerns and prayers that you have in your heart because God knows it. And amen to those that are standing. Stand where you're at. No one's looking. Shouldn't be because it's between you and the Lord this morning. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Let's pray. Father God, we come to you. The God of the universe, the God of all things, the God who, who loves us unconditionally. And Father, you have encouraged us and you've commanded for us to ex expand our tent and stretch us, lengthen. We need to lengthen our cords and we need to strengthen our stakes. And Father, that analogy is all about us wanting to grow more closer and deeper with you. And Father, I've got brothers and sisters who are standing where they are right now and praying on the altar. That you will just meet their needs, whatever that may be today, at this moment. We give it to you, Lord, and allow you to do your amazing power. A power to do greater things. Greater things is yet to come because, Lord, you are ready and you want us to do, to do things for you. 
So Father, help us to make room in our lives. And we can only need to trust you, love you, and obey you. Thank you, Lord, for the prayers that are being lifted up this morning. For each life that are standing or for those who are sitting down, whatever it may be, we give it to you, Lord. We love you, and everyone says, God's people says, amen, amen. amen. You may be seated. <laughs>